He's a bit Moby, man. Moby Dick. That's what he is. Moby Dick. No, Moby Dick. No, it's called Moby Dick. Who fucking Moby Dick? Moby Dick is a book by Melville. Where are you getting Moby Dick from? Moby Dick, man. Oh, Dick is Moby. Oh, literally Moby Dick. Yeah. Moby okay. Dick. Right, let's go up and get his Moby-ass dick out of that bed. Hey, welcome to the untitled Chuck Bass Fantasy Football, I don't know, bullshit. Damn, this is day one. I don't know what the fuck to call this thing. I don't know what you're doing here. I don't know what I'm doing here. I don't know why I would ever implicate myself in anything digitally recorded that could be used to incriminate me at a further point. I guess some people just prefer to rip the bandaid off sooner rather than later. That being said, I thought it was definitely best for everybody's interest for me to condense my fantasy thoughts into some self-aggrandizing monologue, which has to be better as opposed to screaming them at my television or over-talking my wife as she's trying to explain to me her emotional trials and tribulations. So let's just all see how long this lasts until it takes for somebody to report me to the police, and at the very least a qualified health professional who can give me an appropriate evaluation. Now, there is nothing more podcasty than a advertisement, and while I have no sponsors, I figured this would be a good place to get some practice in before I inevitably get picked up by QAnon, Goop, or Waxa Magazine if they're still around. And speaking of them, why don't we just go ahead and let them be our first sponsor? When it comes to not being around anymore and aging even worse, there's nobody I can think of better than Waxa Magazine. They were a time capsule classic who were just massive for that prepubescent 1998 through 2006 range. Boy, do I remember every time I would go on an airplane as a little boy that I would somehow walk onto that airplane with a Waxa magazine and read that puppy all the way dry. There's really nothing more comforting than the sight of a 12-year-old boy in cargo shorts and a Hollister t-shirt flipping through Waxum's top 100. I don't really have an appropriate place to finish this first ad reading of the Chuck Bass Fantasy Football Podcast, but let's just all give it up for the relic that used to be Waxham Magazine. Now, before we get into the weekly awards, I should probably give you all three important facts about who I am so you understand a little bit about what this podcast is going to be. I'm 31 years old, I'm 5'10", and my right arm is just a little bit longer than my left. And I've been playing fantasy football since 2004 when I accidentally clicked on a pop-up link That took me to NFL.com while I was browsing the internet on a computer in my religious studies class. I have not looked back since, and I really wish that I had. Now, if you thought that was going to be the three things you needed to know about me, you were dead fucking wrong. Number one, kickers fucking suck. All right? Number two, tight ends are the unsung heroes of fantasy football. And number three, all coaches, offensive and defensive, should be replaced by an AI that makes all decisions for them. Now, why don't we get to some weekly awards? And these awards, specifically this week, are going to be more centered towards the players that affected me, whether it was in my matchup or playing against me. I am in about three to five leagues that I truly care about, so I should cast a pretty wide net. But if there are some glaring emissions from this list, I don't know what to tell you, bud, all right? This is my podcast, my teams, my failures. Allow me to wallow in my own self-pity, and you can fuck off somewhere else. This isn't some podcast for the greater good. I'm not interested in a fat 50 or a fat zero if it didn't have anything to do with me, all right? You can go to ESPN or NFL.com for that pussy shit. Just consider me the Dennis Reynolds of fantasy football, all right? It's like a dream. If I'm not in it or nobody's having sex, I'm not interested. Now, the first award we have this week is the suck of the week, and it's a very rare 
very unusual team award, which goes to the Washington football offense for just a pitiful ass performance. Antonio Gibson and Scary Terry both dropping sub five points. This is ultimately very disappointing because the targets are there, the attempts are there, but the team is getting fat kid drowned by Taylor Heineke. This guy had a brief shining moment in the playoffs last year, but has not intentionally completed a pass on purpose since then. The play calling has been bad. The offensive line has been atrocious. The defense has been probably the most disappointing of the entire year. And I know a lot of people had high hopes going into this game because we just watched Kansas City get their shit pushed in on national television by the Bills. But my God, what a pitiful performance by the offense. I know that we all love Ryan Fitzpatrick, but to actually be dying for him to come back is a real low. So there you have it, our week one suck of the week of the entire Washington football team offense. Brought to you by Taylor Heineke. And now let's get on to our next award, which is going to be the cuck of the week, or should I say cucks, because we have a three-headed cuck that would make the dog from Harry Potter proud. And we're sliding this hot piece of beef over to Michael Pittman, Amari Cooper, and T. Higgins. All, I think, great players. All, I think, have a long, bright future ahead in the league, and all have been absolutely fucking me in my ass. Now, all three of these guys are cucks for different reasons. Amari Cooper, who has been more or less a cuck his entire career. It's one thing if CeeDee Lamb or hell, even this new guy Dalton Schultz are taking touchdowns away from you. But when you're giving it up to Blake fucking Jarwin and Cedric Wilson, you need to go back and live in the cuck house. I'm, I'm just, I'm tired of you being inside the house. You're an outdoor cuck. Go back outside to the cuck house. And T Higgins, I mean, his shoulder injury really derailed what was a pretty great start to the season. Really gave time for that Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, connection to flourish. So it's hard to be mad at him here, although he has been ultra cucked and gosh, Michael fucking Pittman. I mean, I don't know how T Y Hilton still finds a way to be 2014 T Y Hilton only without the speed and the talent, but you know, Michael Pittman emerging great receiver out of USC, who's just getting semi cucked on only four fucking passes from T Y Hilton. I don't know who to be mad at here, but I'm mad at somebody. All right, let's move on to our third award, and that's going to be the luck of the week. And the only way to describe this word is that for the player who was the well, the luckiest of the week. And that's going to be Jalen Hurts. Now, this award could be the Jalen Hurts award because I don't know how the hell he ends up finishing with 20 plus points every week. But my God, through the first three quarters, this guy is the worst quarterback I've ever seen. And in the fourth quarter, he somehow finds a way to rush in two touchdowns and put up some damn good stat lines. Now, in another time, this would be the Blake Bortles Legacy Award for worst player you've ever seen who somehow finishes as a top five quarterback. And I do feel like Jalen Hurts is becoming the spiritual successor to that. And I just want to put it out there. We've got big Blake Bortles vibes for Jalen Hurts. Now, let's move on to our last award, and that's going to be the Buck of the Week, which was originally going to be titled the Fuck of the Week. But after we focus grouped this to a few people, we got some complaints about just being too damn aggressive. So we're going with the buck of the week, and that's sure as hell going to go to Derrick Henry. Now, this is probably the fourth time this year out of six weeks that Derrick Henry could be the buck of the week. This guy is Fashow in the middle of another record-breaking season. I mean, we're talking about the best running back since prime Adrian Peterson. So just allow yourself to sit back and bask in his buckness. You don't need the stats. I don't need the stats. ESPN doesn't need the stats. We all know how fucking good this guy is. So just appreciate it a little bit more and stop being such a judgmental bitch. Now, speaking of judgmental bitches, let's uh, get out of this award segment and jump right into some complaints. I got a lot of problems with you people. <laughs> now you're going to hear about it. Honest, I'm getting tired of this out of bounds bullshit. 
I tallied the numbers this weekend, and so far I've lost upwards of 90 points this season from this archaic, outdated, out-of-bounds shitfuckery. I think it's time we jump into the 21st century and give our boys a little bit of help. You got two options. You can either give them another six inches on the out-of-bounds, extend it, and allow them to have a little bit more wiggle room. Or you can give them a little buffer. So what if some of their body is out of bounds? As long as most of it isn't, it should be fine. Football does it. So why can't we? Let's get a little bit more progressive. Let's start thinking like some Zoomers. And let's open up our minds to a little bit something more progressive. Now let's take a soft turn. Slip on our positive panties. And try and say something nice about somebody. And boy, oh boy, I think my friend Ron Burgundy said it best when he said... Right. Oh, right. And that compliment has definitely got to be directed towards Zach Ertz, who in his Philadelphia swan song said, hold my dick, and caught a nice little touchdown. Now, he didn't have great targets, he didn't have great yards, he didn't have great receptions, but what he did was he gave me exactly what I needed to win. So I want to thank him. You know, Philadelphia slammed the door on his ass, and honestly, it was much deserved. Guy couldn't break a tackle to save his left dick. But that didn't matter today. What did matter is that he came through and we didn't need him the most, and he brought in that little hot tutty. So thank you, newly acquired Arizona Cardinal, Zach Ertz. All right, that's enough of that bullshit. So now that we've gotten rid of the compliment, we can move on to something a little bit more heavy-handed, and man, somebody needs our help. My help, your help, our help. I'm not talking about some snowflake who needs some false positivity to raise his social status. I'm talking about a player who just needs a little boosty boost. And that player's name is Brandon Ayuk. And look, Brandon, if you find this podcast, I need you to know. It's not your fault. Don't fuck with me. It's not your fault. Don't fuck with me, all right? Don't. Look, bud, it's not your fault, all right? You've got a bad quarterback, you've got an even worse quarterback, and then you have an offensive-minded head coach who has the decision-making capabilities of a drunk Mel Gibson. You exist on a team that sole purpose is to piss people off. You need some witness protection action ASAP, need a fresh identity, need a new, beautiful, green place that will allow you to flourish and be the wide receiver that you are. And you can leave behind that old washed up coach that has just barely more wins than Mike Singletary. I just want you to know it's not your fault. All right, everybody, I appreciate you taking the time to come on out and listen to me rant about a few problems and a few nice things I had to say about some really random people that I'll never see or meet in my entire life. People who have been following me for years will know that this will amount to absolutely nothing and I will fail like I do in everything in my life. But that's not the point. The point is that you and I spent a little cozy time together, got to know each other, got to lay our cards down on the table and say, hey, I like those cards. Now, as this podcast starts to pick up steam, we'll get into some juicier topics, start analyzing a little bit more data and really saying some stuff that I'm telling you, people out there, they're not saying it. So please send any comments, questions, or criticism to chuckbassfantasy at gmail.com. And find me anywhere that podcasts are available, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, or if you're listening from the year 2009, Pandora Radio. Hell yeah. Let's go. Ow. So signing off for the very first time and probably the last time ever, this is Chuck Bass, and I appreciate your hotness. Thank you. He's a bit moving, man. Moby Dick.
That's what he is. Moby Dick. No, Moby Dick. No, it's called Moby Dick. Who oh, fucking Moby Dick? Moby Dick is a book by Melville. Where you getting Moby Dick from? Moby Dick, man. Moby Dick is Moby. Oh, literally Moby Dick. Yeah. Moby okay. Dick. Right, let's go up and get his mopey ass dick out of that bed.